Hello, 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 hello. I am back. How are you doing on today? I am back to continue uh, the series and there is beauty in the struggle. Today, I will be uh, doing part four of this series. Last week, we left off on create a prayer strategy. Have you created your prayer strategy? Now, don't be hard on yourself once you start a prayer strategy. You may do it for a few days and then you fall off. That's okay. Just, just keep starting. Just keep starting. Don't give up on praying and seeking Father for the answers that you need to move forward in your life. The reason we are not seeing any results is that our prayers are hit and miss. One minute we are calling fire down from heaven, and the next we can't form the words to encourage ourselves to pray. We are losing ground, wasting a lot of time and forfeiting our purpose. It is like running in a relay race and passing the baton to the changeover box, next runner. The Holy Spirit is the next runner. And even if you fumble the baton, he will pick it up and finish the race for you. Did you know that the Holy Spirit is interceding for you? Jesus is your advocate. So you have some cheerleaders cheering for you. All right. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be hard on yourself. That's exactly what the enemy wants you to do to get discouraged and don't pray at all. If you don't first succeed, try, try again and keep trying. Keep picking up that baton and keep moving forward. So today our focus is going to be fear of the unknown. And as I was looking at this, I was wondering why is this next question here about fear? The question is, why do you think you need to forgive? I don't know where you are at in your life, what's going on, what has happened to you. But why do you think you need to forgive? That's what's in this lesson. And we're talking about being what? A fearless warrior. It takes a bold, courageous person to forgive someone who has hurt them deeply. It's not for the weak-hearted. It takes a bold, courageous person to open up their mouth and say, I forgive you. But why do you think you need to forgive? Let's look at that. And why do you think it's so hard to forgive? You know, hey, they hurt me. I'm not going to forgive them. They know they did me wrong. I'm not saying anything. They need to come to me. But yet, you're still in that place, stuck. And you can't move forward because you have not released them or released yourself. Forgiveness is an unselfish act. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, it is allowing God to wash, cleanse, and make you brand new. So forgiveness is for you and not the other person. God will cleanse you 
from that burden that you are carrying and you don't have to carry it. You have to release the offender. It's like a flower. It cannot bloom without water. You need to be watered so you can grow. You have to surrender and know with all your heart that God is the only one that can do this. God is the only one that can cleanse you and wash you and make you anew. Is that your prayer today? Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Renew within me the right spirit. Psalm 50 or Psalm 51, one of the Psalms of David. What are you still playing judge and jury over that you need to release to the Father? Mm. Are you the judge and the jury? Still holding court about someone else's offense that they did to you? Mm. He is indeed in control of every situation and circumstance you are in right now or have experienced. We are good at hiding our imperfections, but what we don't understand is the solution that we are using is not eternal. We're walking around in our flesh and our feelings and carrying that hurt, carrying that baggage, carrying that weight. Hmm. It only fixes the surface and our hearts are still heavy and on overload. Have you ever been in a bad mood and not understand why? We have to learn how to cast our suffering, children, spouse, job, circumstances, and pain on to God. Philippians 4, 6 through 9 says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faithful requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Whatever it is, cast it upon the Lord. Every detail, don't leave anything out. When we read this scripture, it says to be saturated in prayer every day. What things do you include in your prayer strategy? All right, well, we should have a notebook, something to write with. We should have our Bible because when we are praying, thoughts come to our mind. You can write that down. A scripture may come to mind. Write that down. That is God speaking to you or revealing things to you. 
And you would go back and look at that scripture and meditate on it. Okay, God, why are you bringing this scripture to my mind? Turn on some worship music, set the atmosphere because this is a sacred time. It's a holy time. It's a time of fellowship and communing with God. It's you and the Father having a conversation. And prayer, it should not just be one way, right? It should be you talking. Then we need to be quiet, waiting to hear from our Father. Prayer does not have to be boring once you create your strategy. It will become your secret place, your hiding place, a place where you laugh, cry, have it out with the Lord. Give it to him. Give him your heart. He wants it. Have a special moment with the Holy Spirit. Think of ways that you can saturate your life in prayer. Think of ways that you can spend time with the Lord. You know, I don't know uh, if you're working from home or you have that commute, that commute time. Turn on that worship music and take it off of the radio station with the worldly music. Spend that time with Father. Don't turn the music on at all. Yeah, we have to focus on the road, but focus on the Lord. Start emptying your heart. If you did not get up 30 minutes early because you had to take care of the kids, you had to make the lunch, you had to get the clothes ready. But preparation is key. All of those things can be done the evening before. Or if you have small children, you can iron a week's worth of clothes on Saturday or Sunday. Have them all laid out. Pack the children's lunch, your lunch, the night before. Preparation is key. I'm determined. Will you be determined to spend that extra 30 minutes with the Lord in the morning before you even go to work, before you even log on? It's so much needed. And you will see that when you do that, your day is so much more peaceful spending that time with the Father. We are good at hiding our imperfections. The author does not want us to scale over that. We're good at putting on that face. I'm good, I'm okay. But what we don't understand is that the remedy that we are using is not permanent. It only settles the surface and our hearts are still heavy and on overload. Have you ever been in a bad mood and not understand why? We all have been there. You're just irritated, agitated, and you don't know why. Seek the Father. He will reveal it to you. We have to learn how to cast our suffering, everything on the Father. Cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. This scripture implies that you have been holding on to your problems, worrying and stressing for nothing. Uh, somebody said, I don't know who said, but it says if you're going to pray about something, leave it with the Father. Let God handle it. Let him take care of it. But if you're going to pray and then take it back, 
don't even bother praying because you're in other words, you're saying, I got it. We have to learn how to lean and truly depend on the Lord. If God has brought this situation in my life, there's a purpose for it. What can I learn from it? God, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to show me, God? And as you're asking him these questions, meditate, be quiet, because God desires to speak to us in that small, still voice. He will do that for you. Those burdens, those worries, those heartaches, they are not for us to carry. They're too heavy for us, but we got to give it, give it to the father, give it to him. Release the things you have been carrying to God. It is just like when you were little and you fell off your bike, skinned your knee the first day. It hurt so bad you thought you needed surgery or you skinned your finger. You went to your parents, cried, and they put some medicine on it and bandaged it up. After a couple of days, you couldn't feel it anymore. It didn't mean you weren't hurt. It just means you cast the care of that pain so you can get back on your bike again. You give these problems to God in the same way. Let God give you the medicine you need so that you can get back to what you are designed to do. We have these hindrances, those worries, those past experiences blocking us. And we can't even begin to do what God has called us to do until we forgive, release, and cast everything onto the Lord with our prayer strategy. And then as we're quiet and meditating, God will give us an action plan. Yes, he will give you an action plan. He will give you the steps on which way to go. He will direct your steps and your path. Allow God to fill the void and fix the brokenness in your life. Confess everything that is bothering you. Cry out to God, leaving nothing on the table. Empty yourself out. And in your notebook, write down all the things that you are burdened with and look at it, confess it to the Lord and repent for keeping them to yourself when he is willing and able to take them from you, but you didn't give it to him or maybe you didn't know you could give it to him. You just held it all on the inside. When you write it out and you confess it to the Lord now, Ask God to free you from these things and ask him to give you a pure heart. In some situations, we can't see clearly, but God can change our point of view. Now, what are you fearing? What is your fear of the unknown? Put that in your notebook. Confess that to your father. God, I fear the outcome of the situation. God, I fear because I don't know what's going to happen. 
And we don't need to know everything. If we knew everything, we would need God in our lives. There is a purpose to everything that we have gone through. I can't say that enough. But in God's timing, he will reveal it to you, whatever it is. I will uh, put the scriptures in the chat so that you can uh, note them in your notebook, study them, meditate on them, and let's um, continue on this journey of being a fearless warrior. Until next time, bye-bye.